Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Rytan. Right, Don? Yeah, okay. AKA Tanner Green Ring, and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Josh Blim. Drift Blim. AKA Joshua Fielstead. Both welcome. kind of a stretch. I know, but like, <laughs> what do you want from me? There's no new Pokemon, you know? Like, it's the same like gen one through four pokemon we've been dealing with for eons now yeah that's true we know these guys inside and out uh it's a pokemon podcast we play through each pokemon game gym by gym week by week except right now we are not playing through each pokemon game gym by gym week by week we're in an interstitial season we're playing through pokemon ranger mission by mission week by week shadows of almia and to Josh's point, we are playing mission by mission, week by week. Uh, except we're not even doing that, No, Josh, we're doing we, four missions a week. <laughs> we're trying to keep this interstitial season brief and light and fun. So uh, what that means for you is that you're hearing a brief, light, fun interstitial season. And what we're doing is playing a grueling 40 hours of Pokemon every week. Yeah, essentially. Is it what it feels like? Because this game is long. <laughs> We're trying to pack it into four weeks. Yeah, I don't know what, like, how long does it take to play or whatever that website is that was like, oh, it's 15 to 20 hours. I feel like I'm getting through it at a pretty quick clip, and it's still taking me every free moment I have. Apparently, we are playing every quest, though, so I think we've accidentally, because we are both completionists, maybe we are going for 100%, and we don't have to do that, but... Oh, I'm doing that. I also catch every Pokemon. I've been catching all of them as well. If I yeah. see a Pokemon I've never caught before, I'll go and catch it. We'll have to compare our uh, our dexes. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we're are on leg three this week, tackling uh, missions nine through twelve. Yes. There are sixteen total missions in this game, and then a whole complement of side quests, which right. this game just calls quests. Yeah. And they range from a very simple, I think we, <laughs> they are all fetch quests, but they range from the very simple to somewhat complex at this point. I don't know. I even if... like, this week I prepped for one. I, I went into the quest screen and I saw that a guy in Puel Town wanted a Drift Blim. And I was in Boyland. Oh my God. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I was like, okay, I'm already in Boyland. I'll go find a, a Drift Blim. Yeah. Went and found one. Brought it to the guy in Peel Town. He was like, it was an old man. He was like, Ranger, I need your help. I need three Drift Blim. I was like, fuck you, man. And that like, guy, I just, I can't. Where am I supposed this to find three Drift Blim? It's crazy. You have to go to Boyle Land. You have to go to the east side of the volcano. You have to get two Drift Blim there. And to get that, I mean, this is what I did at least. I knew we had, they were there because we had just done that. Yeah. But you have to get one Drift Blim and then use that Drift Blim to get up to the upper level of the volcano to get a Drift Blim up there, then go back down and then do the leg again to get the other Drift Blim that got you up there in the first place. And then I was like, where's another one? Chroma Ruins is what I remember. Chroma Ruins, yeah. The Chroma Highlands and Chroma Ruins is filthy with them. I guess maybe they're all there, but I had to go to two locations Burned through countless Staraptors. We're getting ahead of ourselves, Joshua. Oh, my God. It was funny, though, at the end, the little joke where they, he and his wife just get picked up by the Drifblim. <laughs> they were like, we always use Drifblim to move. Yeah. Yeah. They just get carried away by two monstrous balloons. Yeah. And then quest complete. Quest complete. 
but that's not where we are. No. Joshua, we are in the Elmia region. That's right. You'll have to excuse us, bug catchers. We haven't played in a couple weeks or recorded in a couple weeks because Josh was on vacation. <laughs> I hardly call it that, but... Last week, we were on the cargo ship saving Barlow. Yes, so we were then summoned back to the Ranger Union for our good deeds, and now we're Almia's next top Rangers. Oh, yeah, Keith. We and Keith are the youngest top Rangers in Pokemon Ranger history, I think. That's right. Uh, and the everyone loves us. We're golden gods. We're golden gods. Yeah, and we get a little bit more detail about the whole Ranger apparatus, which is that there are 12 in the whole world. Four of them are in Almia, which implies Almia is kind of an out-of-control region. What do you mean? There's four four Rangers? Four Rangers in Almia. I've met, like, eight. Top Rangers. Top oh, Rangers. top Rangers. Okay. Yeah. And then we also get a fine Styler upgrade, which has Power Charge, which I forgot about for, like, two missions, and then I remembered, and it's still not... That much of an improvement, you oh, can I like it. hold it down and oh, then it charges it. up to do double damage. As long as you know what everyone's every Pokemon's like first move is gonna be. Yeah, that's that's how you nail it. Which like you can figure it out pretty quickly. But as long as you don't get clipped by like a, a runaway like lightning bolt or something, you can really charge up and then like here's the here's the real God, I'm so good at this game. Here's <laughs> Here's the real Fuck thing you. about charging your Styler is yeah. when you're facing off against a Mon like Pilloswine. Does Pilloswine have a little version? Swine up? Yeah, Swine up. So if you're facing off against Pilloswine, Pilloswine does a thing where he shoots ice out of his mouth yeah. and then takes a brief break and then shoots ice again. And what you can do is you can hold down your Styler while Pilloswine's shooting the first blast of ice, give him one quick circle. Yeah, double damage, baby. And then hold it down again for the second blast, and then just ram the circles around him. And then yeah. you got yourself a pillow swine. Not that you needed one. Um, I used one on that Obama Snow quest. Oh, uh, yeah. That is a good one. But yeah, that's pretty much the only time you actually need one. Uh, but they do give you a ton of XP, and they're really easy to catch. Yeah, and they're like sitting right outside of Shiver Camp, which is great. Yeah, they're just in the high Farm uh, highlands or whatever. So, yeah, uh, we'll get to all of that. This is wow. all important. We're just... Wetting your appetite. Yeah. Wetting. <laughs> Wetting your appetite. <laughs> you want to talk about uh, Lockhart? Yeah, we have to address a controversy that you we have stepped to. Into. I think I'm the one who said Lockhart was a bad guy, and you're like, oh, I don't think he's a bad guy. I couldn't remember Bugcatchers. I have read all the Harry Potter books, and I've seen all the movies, but only once all of it, and not for a while at this point. So I was just that's skimming the than, Harry that's Potter. That's more than most <laughs> fandom. Uh, You've experienced the story twice in two different mediums. Sure. You should know it. It was unclear to me in the passage of time that Lockhart is bad. Here's, just, here's the thing, Josh. I've read Beowulf, and I've yeah. seen the Robert Zemeckis Beowulf movie, but I didn't. I saw it when it came out in like 2002. You know what I can tell you? What? Grendel's a bad guy. Uh, yeah, well, that's obvious. I know that. I guess I fell under Lockhart's it's the oldest spell story in because the world. he's got all those memory charms, and I guess that I got charmed. Yeah. Just like Mr. Kincaid charmed us. And Lockhart's a bad guy. I'll give, uh, yeah, Tanner's right on this one, and uh, respect to our friend Mike Levine for calling us out on this. Somebody has to tell us when we're wrong, you know? Um, played by the inimitable. <laughs> now you're trying to, like, don't go too far, Tanner. You're not going to get this right off the top of your head. It's right there. <laughs> 
Ke- uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh. That's right. Should we do a Wild Wild West podcast? <laughs> I don't feel like there isn't really that much to run with. It's got legs. <laughs> That's got legs. Yeah. That unlike, big hey, unlike, uh, unlike the guy in Wild Wild West, right? All right. There, the that bad was a guy. Better, better joke than mine. Uh, he's got like a robot body. I think that's what you just said. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the the big creature he travels around into. Anyway, yeah. that's that's the let's Wild look. Wild West podcast. Let's look at his. Let's look at his background. Let's look at. It. Let's check out his IMDb. Kenneth Branagh. This he was loveless. He was the legless guy in Wild Wild West. Okay. What a performance. So yeah, that's what I was talking about. Where he's, he's got about. a robot penis. It's a, it's heavily implied. Oh, I in think that that's film, true. That he has a robot penis. Yeah, I. I now we'll anyway, be addressing this controversy. We got to get week. off Kenneth Branagh. We have to get on this game. Yeah, we got we got a lot to cover here, but we uh, can't cover the ground faster because on our way to become top rangers, how about the segue? On the way to become top rangers, when chairperson Irma calls us out. All right, chair, you're getting way ahead of yourself. Well, no, because we start this after Barlow, and no, we have to talk about Barlow because we did some shit. Didn't we, we already saved that? Barlow, and yeah, then we rammed the boat into the the ranger school. Okay, yeah. We stopped at saving Barlow. Yeah, speaking of getting around quickly, uh, what we did was just ram a boat into uh, the ranger school. So you can use that transition. The 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 square of ascension, the like little outdoor area where we had outdoor class just a few weeks ago. We've now rammed a capital ship into it. Yeah. Uh, so now that's there forever. I went back and visited at one point. It's just there. Yeah, it, it stays as a set it's like piece. Part of the landscape now. <laughs> They're going to be putting some more classrooms in there. I heard. Um, did you, when you were a kid, did your elementary school run out of room? So you bought trailers and had trailers in like the playground where you would sometimes go out and do classes. Uh, no, but my college did. So <laughs> <laughs> that's such a strange phenomenon that I feel like is so common. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah we, so we, we ram a we boat love... into the school, and then that's just that storyline is resolved. They're like, "Thank you, you're a hero." Yeah, it's funny. I seem to remember a news story from earlier this summer where someone rammed a boat into the Suez Canal, and they were not considered a hero. I think we all enjoyed it, though. It was a massive farce. It's probably part of the reason that we're dealing with supply chain issues now, also. Yeah. But but it was fun to make fun of that boat for a couple of weeks. Um, I have coworkers again for the first time in. Many oh, months. Humble break. And I was trying to pitch them on like a piece of content that was about the Evergrande. And neither of these two young people who were in their early twenties had heard about it at all. Not even a little bit. And I was what? like, Oh, it was like I was like, Oh, it was so much fun. We were all having so much fun like making memes about it. And they're like, Oh, we haven't heard of that. What what? And I realized like Was it just a Twitter joke and none of them are on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, you and I are they're... old, Josh. We're t- we're two men in our thirties. Like no one's no one. Like I think making memes about the Evergrande on Twitter is a uniquely like thirty something b- bit of cultural touchstone. I think the the youth, these kids in their twenties, are like, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. They're like wearing silly bands and like oh, having man. casual sex or something. I don't know. Yeah, not for me. No, not I prefer not to make life. jokes about... I mean, it, it's a sh- giant ship that was stuck in the canal. It so disrupted funny. all of a trade well, for weeks. Suffering. And it was called the Ever Given, which is even funny. Like, it's a joke. Yeah. It's like it doesn't give any fucks. That's the whole thing. You're telling me, man. You're telling me. Tell it to these two 22-year-olds I work with. And any of our listeners who don't know about this. Yeah, read a fucking book. Ship. Read a fucking <laughs> newspaper. 
<laughs> so Look yeah, we up. did that. We did that. We did the Ever Given, right right there in the school. But no one seemed to give a shit because they just then made us. No, we like were the rewarded. Biggest stars in the. Pokemon I think Ranger Barlow world. technically is the one who beached it, so maybe he's out. Because I haven't seen he him. He does again. seem out. Yeah, he's I haven't like, seen him again. Yeah, he's now our now our dude is Sven. Right. Which is mission number nine, which is where we're starting. Sven's an upgrade, by the way. Sven is a disaster. <laughs> Sven wears a vest and a and a trilby, and you yeah, like up, him. Upgrade. You're like he's cool. You're, yeah. You look at Sven, who's in a vest and a trilby, and you're like cool. Yeah, yeah. That's my vision of cool. That's what I want to be when I am a even topper ranger. <laughs> you need. Uh, you only get the more advanced of a ranger you are, the weirder and cooler hats you get. It feels very 2000. It feels very Tokyo Hotel. Just like all this accoutrement. The whole know? leg did, really. Yeah. That's what we were all doing in, in the mid-2000s. We were just accessorizing. How yeah. much shit can I pack on my body? That's I what this whole game's about. Black spiky hair. I need a wallet chain. I need a vest. I need a pocket watch. A trilby hat. <laughs> a styler. Wristbands. Mm-hmm. Where are we? They We're make in Justin Bieber Sven. silly bands now. So we've been sent to the ruins. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the in the Chroma Highlands. Yes, to to seek out Sven, the star Pokemon Ranger. Because Keith and I and you, Keith, Tokyo Hotel. <laughs> yeah, and what's your Galass? Galass yeah. are all top Rangers now. And we got to help our bud out. Yeah, Sven has sent a, a missive back to the uh, Pokemon HQ, the Union, the Ranger Union, that he needs some uh, some help out in the. Uh, the chroma because there's like a dark mist that's taking it all over and he just can't find his way out of the damn place a dark choking mist that if you walk in for too long will slowly eat away at your hp yeah hated that although it is only one every like couple of seconds but except it is that except you're also constantly being attacked by pokemon it's packed yeah the entire area is just it's like packed with pokemon Ponitas running around. There's those carnivines that will leave. They will just jump at you, at you. <laughs> and they do damage if they hit you. There's a Bastiodon running around up there. Yeah, yeah. It's a shit show. Yeah, it's tough. And um, of course, there's a bunch of Team Dim Sun members who who will sick Pokemon on you with their dang mini Remos. Also, yeah. And of course, who who do you think is behind all this mist? Uh, it's um, it's Team Dim Sum. Yeah, because they like a Dim Sun. They did it literally right now. Dang it, didn't they? Yeah. Dang it. Uh, so yeah, you you make your way through the Chroma Highlands, and eventually getting your making your way to the Chroma Ruins to find your way to uh, Sven, who is deep within the Chroma Ruins. There's a few different overworld mechanics you need to deploy to get there. Yeah. Previously, we had met Driftbloom, who will help us kind of carry us over uh, volcanic vents. Right. But this week, the, the real main character of the Chroma Highlands is Drift Blim, the evolution of Drift Bloom, who will carry you between levels, like, you know, basement one to level one, essentially. Right. So that's the, that's the real mechanic this week. And then also there are psychic doors, and you need to catch Hypnos. Yeah, and the Hypnos, like, teleport around. They're also... The hypnos are tough. Yeah, they're really tough. And you use sand shrews. Oh, there would be little patches shrews. of circular dirt in the ground in the Chroma ruins, and you need to use sand shrews to dig it, and then right. it exposes a hole, and then you can either fall 
down the hole and then get a drip limb once you're on the other level to go up it. So there's a lot of things going on in here. There's a lot going on here, but eventually you can make your way through all the psychic doors and the the holes and the uh, piles of sand that you have to dig through. Uh, And you find Sven, and he's here, and he has a little trilby on, and he's got a vest on, and he (laughs) looks very much like a a pickup artist from the mid-2000s. Peacocking. I'd say that's about right. Yeah. I mean, I got peacocked. I was already swooning about him earlier. I fell. Fell for his tricks. <laughs> he got you. He probably, did he nag you? He's like, oh, oh yeah. you should wear less makeup. And- <laughs> that's his, that's the name of his Makes game. you look really ugly. <laughs> I don't know how negging works. I'm not a pickup artist. <laughs> that's good. Neither of us is a pickup artist, so we'll just clear the air on that one. <laughs> that wasn't already clear. <laughs> um, so Sven is down here, the pickup artist. Sven is inevitably uh, canceled by now. Oh, yeah. Sven sucks. Um, and he explains that the they're harvesting... Is this where they're harvesting rock? God, it's such a long leg. There's a lot of different the types of minerals that they harvest. Here they're harvesting what turns out to be the shadow crystal. Yes. So there's a cave full of shadow crystals, which is what is powering the mini Remo machines. And you need to get a big stinky Pokemon to drive them all out with yeah. stinky stench. <laughs> this is one of the funniest parts of the game, where there's just like a room full of Team Dinsun minions and they're all like roaming around trying to like mine the shadow crystal and figure out how to get it out of there and then Sven's just like we're gonna need something stinky to get rid of all these people (laughs) and then it turns out there's what a a stroke of genius how could you have possibly known that even even in this very cave there is a a small alcove with a um stun tank in it stun tank in it yeah A, a trumpy little stun tank so trumpy and it stinks. It's a little trumpy haircut. Yeah. Just the same. Yeah. And it drives and all the uh, Team Dim Sun. Yeah. Out. You send it into the room after capturing it, and then it just turns the whole screen purple, and then they're all doing the little sweatbands thing, and then just, like, running around, and then they all fall down a hole, I think. I think they just run off screen. But and yeah. then you got the whole thing for yourself. Yeah. So they, they all flee, but then there is still another creature here that is uh, protecting the whatever, the spirit. The shadow Stone. crystal. The shadow crystal, which is um, Spirit Tomb. Oh, yeah. Uh, a big swirly monster ghost boy. Yeah, we're troubled by these things on the show. We have been a few times. Spirit Tombs. I didn't die to it, but it is obnoxious because it operates sort of like a barnacle where like, it has little rocks that it has uh, possessed, and then its head will pop out of them. And then it's like whack-a-mole, but you're trying to like circle yeah, them whenever it comes out. five little points on the map that you have to figure out. And e- each time he pops up on a different point, he does a different move. Yeah. Some of the moves are pretty easy to predict and, and work around. Some are, like, impossible. He does this one where he does this little, like, dancing flame that will kind of hop around the, the I hated screen. That. Yeah. God, it's so hard. Because he'll, he'll just, like, it'll it'll maneuver in the exact right way that it interferes with your styler. So right. I, I, I didn't die either, but he was kind of a pain in the hiney yeah and then once we're done with the uh chroma highlands we come up above ground and we find ourselves in an abandoned facility yeah it's got a couple of like oil canisters but it's all run down and then i thought this part was pretty cool there's like a little board outside of it and it's like it's basically saying that this is the original like all true ink aka yeah this is where it started it's like it's all true building Steve Fame. Jobs uh, the in garage. the garage. Mountain View, in, yeah. In Mountain View. 
this is the this is where the the big oil empire got its start. This game really wants you to like celebrate this yeah. awful like polluting oil company. Innervators over at Ultra Inc. who <laughs> made all their money from extracting fossil fuels from Almia. Yeah. And then you go in to like investigate it. I do think it's like it's relatively like progressive of them at this point to be making what seems to be the corrupt entity in this game is going to be a former like big oil company. <laughs> we'll see. Because the... I don't know, man. Like they have yet to to really set. Oh, you that think up? they're going to turn out good? At this point, it's just like, man, you guys got to start working on Altro being the evil empire in this game or else, like, you're just celebrating an oil company. Yeah, like, good thing this is a couple of years before the BP oil spill. Like, <laughs> like but you do read in the diet, there's like a burned diary inside yeah. the shack and it's detailing how there are all these oil reserves around Almia, but they're all starting to run out. And the company is running out of money, but then they've discovered these shadow crystals and for whatever reason, they then begin to believe that this will be a new type of energy source that will bail out yeah. the company from all of its financial troubles. Yep. You also meet a character called... Well, you don't meet. You've already met him. Uh, you you encounter a character called Pont. Oh, yeah. Who, who I don't remember at all, but... I don't either, but he, he says that he went to ranger school with you. And he, apparently yeah. he was called the Conflicted Marshmallow Boy. <laughs> yeah. Which feels like a mistranslation definitely at best because i don't know what it means but i guess he, he almost went down Dim the dark Sun path. now he after yeah. graduating from ranger school he went to go join team dim sun but he does not like it so no, other he, than their outfits which he's still wearing yeah so he he ran to he fled to this uh this abandoned shack and is living here now and is is happy yeah. that you've encountered him. And he comments specifically that he he's like, well, it's got a place to sleep and a toilet, so I'm happy. The, this game and really he, wants he emerges you to... from the bathroom when we meet. Yeah. Him. <laughs> this game really wants you to sympathize with Dim Sum, especially in this leg, and we'll get to it later. I have a whole new segment about it. Oh well, wow. I'm not ready to activate it quite yet. Okay. Something so yeah, the then the mission now is to bring the the burned diary back to uh the po the the Ranger Union so that whatever Dr. Scientist or whatever his name is, Dr. Can, Hastings. Dr. Hastings. <laughs> Dr. Can Scientist is just as good of a name. Decipher it and help kind of get to the bottom of uh this big mystery so you leave uh you leave the pokemon you drop off the the um the diary and you encounter the hottest rock band in all of almia oh yeah they're like rehearsing out front of a uh, altru's in, in altru plaza the the go rock squad and they're my uh they're my trainer banger this week oh oh go rock quad yeah, sorry, the Go Rock Quad, which at they this point is bit. only a trio. Yeah, they got a whole bit. I think they're just singing about how they think every band needs four members and being a quad is so much better than a trio. But then you're like, wait a second. There's only three. <laughs> I know how to count. Yeah, they, they do have really cool animations. They all they're look cool. Slick. Their sprites look great. Their animations look the great. One of them is a good. drum player. One of them is a guitar player. One of them is a violinist. <laughs> They're missing their like lead singer, I think, Clyde. They also yeah. look like pickup artists. They look like Tokyo Hotel. They look like if Tokyo Hotel was in this game. They're so cool. They're anti-establishment. We learn later 
Oh, that yeah. they're very like anti-establishment. They're very punk rock. They've been. They don't want to sing some sponsored song. Yeah, by they've Altru. been commissioned by Altru to write like a jingle, and they've decided to like subvert it. And they're like Yimu Zhang, like taking down the Chinese government in the 1980s. Hell yeah, they're they're great. I love the Go Rock Quad. Yeah, me too. I was really enjoying that little segment. Yeah. And it was like very unclear. You like can talk to the people afterwards, and you're like, "Are you giving me a mission?" And no, <laughs> no you just keep walking, it. like, <laughs> just keep on moving. No, they're just in it for the love of the music. They don't care about any of this other stuff. Yeah, you know. You understand how the shadow crystal is gonna solve the energy crisis? Oh no. Okay. I, I don't it's very unclear how they are like extracting I know they use the shadow crystal hunks to power the gigaremos and the mini remos. Yeah. But where that goes to then right. solve the region's dependence on petroleum, a little unclear. Yeah, it's, do, it's do very you know? unclear. You know, no. Tanner? No, I don't know, but we do in the process of deciphering the burned journal, we've discovered that uh Murph the, the like hapless yeah. like researcher at the union the ranger union uh, has been wearing this little blue crystal around his neck and right it resonates with some machine that doctor scientist has yeah uh and we discover that we need to go and collect gems yeah doctor scientist puts it together real quick and he's like wait where'd you get that little that pendant with the little blue gem suddenly in it's a, and suddenly then- it's a final fantasy game yeah, and, and this we is need where... to go on fetch quest to get gems. And he's yeah, Murph's like, oh, I don't know, my dad P- Palmer, my dad <laughs> whose name is my name, me. sort of backwards. Yeah, like my same letters, but messed up. Uh, gave it to me as just like a good luck charm, and uh, he's a researcher out in uh, Haya Valley. Yeah, and which is the, the icy part of the map. And then I think Chairperson Irma, like, then tells us this whole, the, the three princes thing comes back into play, so I'm glad we covered One, that. One, two, three princes stand before you, and each of them has a crystal. <laughs> and one is red, and one is yellow, and one is blue. Yep. So our job now is to go and find the, the blue The tiers gem. of princes is what they're called, The blue the tier of prince. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're looking for a blue prince, maybe. So we've been or sent to the Hila, the, the, the Haya uh, Valley, yeah, to meet up with Murph's dad. Which is the snowy one. Pom- Palmer. Palmer? Pamer. I don't know. We've also ranked up. We have. And we've got access to a new overworld ability, don't we, Josh? Oh, yeah. A uh, fast travel ability. Tell me about it. Where we can hop into the- After this break! <laughs> So, Joshua, tell me <laughs> yeah. about your new ability. It's a sweet new ability. It's called River Flow. And it's, I'm not talking about River Flow. I'm talking about Fly. Well, we already... Uh, oh, God. Okay. Fly is a new about, ability this I week. I talked about Fly already. No, we didn't. Way up front. When we get whisked away by uh, Wendy, our friend, apparently, chairperson Irma sends her over. And you can ride Staraptors now. Very handsome Mon, if we talked about. You can ride Staraptors, and they will fly you to any Poke Center, essentially. Yeah, it's like uh, in the newer generations of Pokemon games where you don't need to have an HM friend. You just summon a Mon who comes to you. 
you have to capture every Staraptor, but there is a Staraptor that's conveniently placed outside of every major landmark. Yeah, he's they're everywhere. <laughs> it's just like it's right when right when they introduce Dudo Dudos. Do duos. Do duos. Struggle with that one. <laughs> right when they introduced do duos, all of a sudden do duos were everywhere, and now they've introduced Staraptors as like your fly option. And everywhere you go, there is a Staraptor. I mean, so we can fly around now, but we're going to a new area. Yeah, there's like this dock to the south of the Union Road that the whole time you would walk by it, and you get a little question mark on your head, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, an Empoleon or a, a Bleasel could do this. And I'm like, well, I don't see any. Yeah, and then, of course, off. after Chairperson Irma's like, we're going to need you to go out there to that Haya Valley. Oh, look, here's a Floatzel. Yeah, and now all of a sudden there's always a Floatzel by any of those docks. This game, I, I, I still like this game a lot, but they are a little on the nose with, like, eventually you have to use Torkles to get across lava, and there's always a Torkel right where you need it. The Drift Blims are always right where you need them. Yeah. Uh, so they, they do not make this sort of, like, HM friend function all that difficult to uh, figure out or maneuver around. Yeah, I'll give it, you know, a pro is that that Mon is always conveniently right next to the thing, but the con is you have to capture these fuckers so many times, especially when you're doing the fetch quests. Yeah, and we've been sent on quite a fetch quest, haven't we, Josh? Yeah. We've been sent to Almia Castle, the ruins of Almia Castle in the frigid Hia Highlands. They say... Hia Valley. They say that it is encased in ice, and it's as cold as ice. Yeah. You know, I went to an ice hotel when I was in Stockholm. Sweden? Yeah, that makes sense. It's great. You just hang yeah. out. Well, this was an ice bar. I can't remember if they had a hotel as well. Elmia but... Castle does not have a bar, at least not apparently. Unfortunately. I scoured the place looking for one. They did not have one. It does have a lot of fun set pieces, though, with, like, dining tables, and there's, like, a cook's quarters, and... It doesn't look all that abandoned. It's in pretty good condition, except for the fact that it's, like, swarming with Pokemon. Hunters and snow runts in particular. Ghosts. Yeah, that's weird. It's it's swarming with ghosts. But before we get there, we had to go to the Shiver Camp. Shiver Camp in the Hia Hia Valley. Hia. I was saying Haya because I like it. It's like Haya. Haya Valley. Yeah. That's Hiya. very Minnesotan. Haya yeah, Valley. Yeah, it is very Minnesotan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is where we meet uh, Murph's dad. <laughs> Backwards Murph. Pammer. Mostly he just complains about how cold it is up there, which, duh, buddy, you're in the Arctic. I know. Why'd you sign up for this research project then? Yeah, go, go to the Bahamas. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and you... You can do a couple quests up here. You have to uh, maneuver your way around some overworld, like, obstacle puzzles. I mean, but the main one we should talk about is this Ice Lake one, right? Is that where you're going? Yeah, the Ice Lake is pretty rough. That was really rough. Ride on the back of Empoleon yeah. through some chilly flows. waters that have flows that speed you up, and then icebergs are kind of like, you know, the maze aspect, but then there's whirlpools and if you get stuck in a whirlpool you get shot back to the beginning of the puzzle and all the ice and it's like the the icebergs reset three screens long this thing so you can make it all the way to the end and get sent all the way back i have a note later when we talk about whale lord that this game is really good at scale oh i completely agree with that but one of the problems with this is like it is the classic like snes 16-bit era like jrpg presentation so the scale of like the characters and the the world is a little bit bigger 
it, you're not a single block in like a, a fairly condensed world like every other Pokemon game. It's a right. big world. You're a big character. There's lots to explore. So th- the view in your tiny little bottom screen is fairly limited, which they use to great effect sometimes and then to ill effect other times. And I would say that this ice flow puzzle they use to pretty ill effect. They just like sort of use the limitations of the screen to confuse you and get you stuck in whirlpools yeah especially when you're like initially figuring out the size speaking of the empoleon where it's like uh is this thing two squares or is it four and it's like yeah basically four it is four and yeah you have to navigate it very specifically similar to that sharpedo puzzle last time right where you need to nail these flows and then not deviate at all because it isn't like a mainline, you know, first few generations of Pokemon games where you're stuck in a square. Right. You can just use the, st- you, you can move the joystick just slightly too much and then you're sucked into a whirlpool. Well, and to complicate matters is the flows, the like rapids aren't even all that reliable. So, like, you can hit one, and, like, if you're not, like, right dead center in the thing, it won't activate the, like, speed right. boost that you need to get through the, the glaciers. So yeah. you'll just get stuck on glaciers, and, like, all there is on either side of the glacier is whirlpools, so you just get sucked out. And it's not your fault. It's the game's fault because, like, it can't trigger the, like, speed-up animation well enough. So I spent a unfortunate amount of time here, I would say. And it's a maze. Yeah. And it's a maze. Right. So there's only one path that gets you to the Almia Castle. There's only one path that gets you to the Almia Castle, but you need to take another path to get the Pokemon you need to clear the puzzle to get into Almia, the That's castle. That's also a good point. <laughs> I don't even remember who it is. Is it Obama Snow? Uh, no, you can get Obama Snow, but that's a that's just a quest. That's a quest. Yeah, that was annoying too, because they will often like. I mean, I've discovered now after the main quest, they'll like you know open up the whole area, and then you get quests there, and you'll have to do these things again, like Luminion last time, and then this leg is Obama Snow, where like right a researcher needs to like check out obama snow for whatever reason in shiver camp and you have to do this maze again but figure out where obama snow is in it right and that's where you need pyloswine to ram through and wake him up because it looks like a big uh pile of snow and then it's an obama snow in it so it's like it's clever how they do that but it's also like i don't want to ever do this like maze ever again yeah, they make in my you do life. the mazes over and over you and usually over have and over to do again. each of them twice if you want sometimes i mean complete times. it twice at least to do both the main quest and the side quest i had to go through boiling volcano at least three times oh i yeah they put they the put a ton of quests in there yeah i hated that place at the yeah. end of it but we'll get there in a minute. First, we are here in the Almia Castle. It's an ice castle here in the frigid north. Uh, we are equipped with everything we need to navigate this place. It's full of haunters. It's full of snowvers. It's full of glaces. Vulpixes. Vulpixes. What's the hockey puck guy called? <laughs> I think he's Snowvers Evolution. Or not Snowvers. Um, oh, Snow Runt. Snow Runt's Evolution. Oh, Gla- Glalie's in here. Glalie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's some the, exotic, just fun stuff. Like there's Scythers. Uh, oh yeah, there's just Wiggly a random Tuff. Scyther. 
The Scyther is, and I kept him around for a while because you expect I, it I to be him. useful because he's in the middle, like he's in the yeah, ice and he's palace. like a cut three is his. But like, he doesn't ever come into play. Overworld ability, no, he, and he just hops around and they abuse you. Yeah, you basically can't avoid them, and they'll swipe at your character and just do three damage. Also, yeah, this is like a new. I think this is new. This leg is now the overworld sprites. The overworld. Well, Gligar did it like, for the first time, but right, exactly. Well, and he was just kind of knocking off the wall, but now like they'll just jump at you and do damage. Yeah, Pyloswines ram you. Carnivines, carnivines, yeah, yeah. So that's a new and thing, scyther. and it does damage to like. Oh, and haunters, styler, haunters so. will sort of like chase you down through this whole. Uh, yeah, I, haunters are basically unavoidable, and they're such a pain in the ass to catch. I just, I hate. Them. I fled from them too, and um, what you discover is that Team Dim Sun is in here, and they are looking for this gem as well, the blue gem, but. As soon as you enter Elmia Castle, they've got minions who come out from the east and west wings, and they're telling the, like, admin, like, there's nothing here, boss. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I guess it's done. And they all leave. And then yeah. you're just left, you know, to figure it out. And Well, they've they've left someone behind, which is this character called Ice. Yeah. <laughs> He's as cold as ice. He looks like if Sonic the Hedgehog was a human. Absolutely. He's got, like, big blue spiky hair. He's got a bad, bad attitude. Yeah. And he... Uh, is guarding the blue gem. Well, he's he's the the human guarding the blue gem. Yeah, he's like he's the guarding little, the gate you know, boss here. Yeah, in front of the blue gem, and he will sick a uh, a frost lass on you, uh, yeah. which is pretty easy. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Uh, but then you need to. There's two statues here at the end of of Almia Castle and a and a force field, and you need to figure out the puzzle. To make your way through this force field. And in the preceding room, there was an ice puzzle where you slip and slide over chasms. And if yeah, you fall off the side, you go down to the like cook's Essentially the something. entrance of the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, but it, you have to make your way to the side corridors to get two Riolus. Yeah. Which, it, it in retrospect, I mean, I had a jinx at the time when I first went up to the like mm. force field. So I was like, oh, maybe Jinx, you know, maybe it's psychic. They, the, the, like, puzzle is, like, bring two blue Pokemon. It Like, they make the puzzles exceedingly simple in this game. Yeah, it had a Riolo earlier, and so I was like, oh, wait, that's that's what I'm going to need. But you need yep. two of them specifically. Yeah, this is not the first time that you need two of the same Pokemon to get through a puzzle. But yeah, Rio, Rio, it is the first time. It's not the last time. Uh, so you right. bring two Riolos to the end here, and you... Dissolve the force field. And then you go face the gem guardian. But before we talk about the gem guardian, you just brought up a Pokemon that I want to discuss briefly because it's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the game. We need to talk about it. Of the week. And maybe of the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it Jinx? This castle is swimming with Jinx. Oh, my God. And I know Jinx is is an old punching bag of ours. And and has With been and you make me barf Pokemon many times, but the sprite in this game <laughs> it's unreal. It's so horrifying. It's, it's Jinx. It's the Jinx you know and love, except now it's fully well, animated, love, and but... it does this thing where it holds its hands above its head. Yeah, and it shakes its whole body and, and its like hands, flails and it's them like around. Blonde hair is like flopping around too, and it's like, and its eyes, its eyes are going everywhere. <laughs> And that's just how it locomotes. That's how it moves. That's its that's how it moves around move. the level. Yeah, it's that's not just like how, it's using a That's how a, a Jinx walks. Yeah. 
It's so gross and so weird. I hope I, I didn't catch you know what I didn't catch a video of it but I'm gonna go back and get one yeah we're gonna need to put a video up of this so that we can post it on the subreddit because it's so ugly yeah that's why you make me barf this week Jinx I, and agree. I know it's 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 basic but it deserves but they it. did it in a new way it's like a new type of way of making you barf yeah they've they've outdone them every time you think you're out and Jinx is we're, we're, we don't have to talk about Jinx every time again. my my stomach settles they, they bring show a me new a, a jinx. ugly new jinx. Yeah. And I'm barfing anew. Uh, so, yeah, you beat Sonic the Hedgehog, and then you get the two Riolus to drop the force field. And who is it on the other side protecting the gem? Of course. It's their daddy. It's daddy. <laughs> Lucario. Lucario. Yeah. Um, it struck me this week. I was looking. So each of these boss battles... Uh, has a fun little splash screen when you enter the battle. Yeah, where they show like a art of the the bad guy. Right. And Riolas looks good. Oh yeah. I see why there's so much uh, fan art of Arts. his. Yeah. On uh, for Affinity. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Riolas kind of a OP like all the major like pro Pokemon players have a Riolu on their team, right? Well, or Lucario, you mean? Sorry, sorry, Lucario, yes. Yeah. Um, Lucario has been top tier, I think, if not entirely the, most beginning. of the time that it's been around. Since it's also good in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. I have a theory that Lucario's body type, especially in this game, looks very much like a Mewtwo. Like, he's got the oh, same yeah. basic body type. Is Mewtwo a failed, well, like, prototype for Lucario? You know, the first of all, I have to say the reason that I hate Super Smash Brothers Brawl specifically is that that's when they brought in Lucario and they did not bring back Mewtwo and Lucario in that Didn't game. Mewtwo. Yeah, they did. Mewtwo is better. First I'm, of all, I here's what I'm positing ob- is that they're the same Pokemon. Mewtwo it's is a failed prototype. Basically, for the fighting, Lucario. you know, steel type version of Mewtwo. I totally see it. They look so similar. I mean, except Lucario looks like a dog and Mewtwo looks like a fucking disaster. But they're both bipedal. They both have big hips. Yeah, they both got their got big knobby hips. Tails and like weird stuff sticking off their heads. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just going to do a quick scan. I don't think that there is any actual relation, but on this trivia oh, here. Sure. I'll do a quick scan too. Not for the website that you think you need to net. go to. We can't do two for affinity checks in a row. Oh, here we are. It's already dwindling here numbers. We are, the interstitials. I'm going to do a search for Lucario X. Mewtwo. Plus, haven't we done that before, Lucario? I want to see Mewtwo. Lucario. It's just so obvious. Josh, will you let me get a fucking word in edgewise? <laughs> I want to see Lucario having sex with Mew too. Okay, Lucario is that makes sense uh, based on the Egyptian god of funerals and the dead Anubis. Yeah, it does look like Anubis. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I'm finding some fun art. What do their genitals... Where are they and what do they come out of? Unclear. Here's what I know. Uh, Lucario likes eating Mewtwo whole. Oh. And his belly is big and full of Mewtwo. Here's another thing I know. Oh, like a wolf (laughs) actually eating it, you mean? Or eating No, no, like sexually eating it. Okay. Uh, here's another thing I know. Meant. They love showing their feet and little toes off. Oh, yeah. And I have to assume that if I dug any deeper into this query, I would almost certainly find a picture of Lucario and Mewtwo wearing diapers because oh, that seems I've, become, I've become quite 
<laughs> for affinity aficionado. And that is always the inevitable. Uh, it's like the heat death of the universe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're always going to the... find a picture of a Pokemon wearing a diaper. Those are the only two things that you can count on. <laughs> Pictures of every Pokemon. You know, Mark in a Twain diaper. said it was death and taxes, but the uh, the saying has been updated. Now it's uh, the heat death of the universe and Lucario in diapers. Oh, and I'm even seeing Mewtwo X's tail getting used in a pretty interesting way. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yucky. So yeah, you beat Lucario and you claim the blue gem and you bring it back to the Ranger Union for Professor Scientist to take a look at. And it has an effect. You know, it it's it has a, a dulling effect on the shadow crystal, but not quite enough of one, right? What did you just say? I, I was I still said, looking at this art. <laughs> you bring the blue crystal back to the Ranger yeah. Union and we discover through some some uh, sophisticated machinations that the blue gem is able to dull the power of yes. the shadow crystal. It it dulls it by a third. One third. So we have to suspect that there are two other gems out there that will fully negate the power of the shadow crystals. And there happens to be two ranger slash operators here in the building wearing right. small mementos, a red gem and a yellow gem. And they start glowing and pulsing. So we know that what we're looking for is a red gem and a yellow gem. Yeah, I'd love to know how all of these people got hunks of a very precious gem. They tell casually. you. They tell you. They're pretty explicit. It's always it. like their grandparents or something, yeah. or like souvenirs. <laughs> well, no, you know what? It's all three of them. It's Sven. Sven has found little crystals. Oh, Sven gave it to these two. He's gave women. it to all and they three fight, of them. I think. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Murph got it. No, from his dad. Murph got it from his dad. Yeah, you're right. But, but Linda, right, Linda and, um, and uh, Rhythmy uh, both got little souvenirs from this. From Sven, Sven, and they actually do a little shoving contest over like, well, mine's bigger, but mine's prettier, whatever. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God. So our next mission is to to chase down the red gem, which we suspect is in Boyland, which is the big volcano, the, yeah. the fire level, the lava level. It's like a, It's like Breath of the Wild over here. Yeah, it's getting. It's like, oh, so you think that the red gem is over in the volcano area? The big volcano. Interesting. Yeah. We got Gorons so we go over there. there. Yeah, we go there. There's an elder here in Boyland Village who seems addled, seems confused. Oh yeah, Mime Junior's owner. There is two Boyland volcanoes, and we only have access to the uh, the west entrance at this point. And now we're going into the east entrance this yeah. time. The elder whose uh, Mime Jr. we have saved, right? Uh, has given us the keys to the east entrance, finally. And instead of using drift blooms to like make your way across the air vents, the heat vents, we're now using drift blims to make our way through the different levels. Yeah. The main mechanic is using torquals in the same way that we use floatzels to uh, swim through lava. Yeah. It still seems like, you know, I get it riding around on the back of a... Floatzel or an Empoleon, but yeah. riding around the back of a Torkoal in magma seems a little without dangerous. different outfit or anything. That feels a little inconceivable. Yeah, at least Link had that like lava outfit when he went to go visit the right. The, what are they called? The Gorons. Well, Death Mountain. The Gorons. Yeah. Yeah. Rock. 
the rock. Yeah, we got nothing. And we don't, like, when we went underwater, we had the, you know, whatever you said, Qui-Gon Jinn's. Yeah, the rebreather. <laughs> rebreather. The Aqualung. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and this time it's just us on the back of a Torkoal, and it's all it's fine. Yeah. It's, I, I do like, the Torkoal was a nice design, I will also say. Torkoal looks little, good. Like, its back is always spewing the the smoke, and yeah, it just, just looks chill. Its eyes are yeah. closed, and he doesn't care walking around um, in magma. Yeah, this whole this whole section is really good. the The other kind of main thing we have to defeat is walls of flame, and there are a few uh, pelipers in the area yeah. who will help you take out the big walls of flame, and then smoldering boulders. And this is where it gets interesting because now we're introduced God. to our first. Two Pokemon overworld oh my puzzle, God. yeah, because it's a, a big boulder that's on fire. So first, you need a Pelipper or something, a Gastrodon, yeah, Gastrodon, to put out the fire, and then you need a big, strong Pokemon to blast away the rock. Yeah, there's like Hariyamas, Agrons, and Rhydons, and all of them can crush the boulder once it's not flaming. And this is where the scale of this game gets so interesting. It's where you yeah. finally, like, it's the first time a Pokemon game has made it clear that, like, Pokemon like Hariyama and Agron and Rhydon, how big they are. Yeah, they're actually much larger than your sprite and all of the other Pokemon. They're enormous. They're, like, four times the size of your sprite. When I first saw that Agron, I was scared. Huge. <laughs> I was scared. And they ram you, and they do, like, five damage. Yeah, they're huge. I think it's so it's so good. It's so interesting to see, like, you, you sort of vaguely understand the scale of these Pokemon while you're playing through, like, main canon Pokemon games. And, of course, like, when you go and look up the Pokedex entries, you're like, okay, like, oh, it's weird that Dunsparce is, whatever, five feet long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then when you get in here, and it's like, of course Agron is going to be... A, a like 12 foot long like dinosaur of course he is and then you see him and it's like oh it's a 12 foot high dinosaur you know it looks so like convincing yeah and it's and scary they're, they're it's like intimidating still so detailed it was it looked cool there's when you a approach that like right on in the middle of like the big oh, the fire patch yeah. yeah that it's was like, scary it's, it's scary you're like you like don't know where to go or what to do there's this one path where little flame this is again very zelda like, the flames will come out of the ground periodically, and you have to time your run. But there's right. one part where they've got a Rhydon hidden in the, like, flames. Right. And when you this first come up to it, of... you don't know that. I couldn't even tell that it was there. And then a second later, I'm rammed by this Rhydon. And Into then I look at the thing, and it's taking up all the screen. And I'm terrified. Yeah. It's it was cool. Good. I, I it mean, was good, they, they, in, the, in the battles, they, they battle just like any other Pokemon. Yeah. But once you have them on your team, it's cool. Then they follow you around. Yeah, at one point it's fun when you have like, I mean, always a Raichu, of course. But because sure. now we get Raichus also is our new Which recharger do, for four uh, forty points. Styler. At one point I had a, a Raichu by default, and then Agron, Rhydon, and Hariyama, yeah. and then you just got all these big beefy Pokemon just hanging out. It's fun. Well, I guess we should we should address it now then, because you you've listed quite a team there, Joshua. Yeah, yeah. Do we, we want to talk do about? A level I think check? at this point we're up to five friend Pokemon plus the partner. We got upgraded at one point. We're gonna get upgraded again, which is yeah. wild. 
And then, yes, I did change my partner Pokemon at one point. I did too. Let's talk. Let's do level check first. So I ended this leg at level 32 and rank seven. Right. Okay. I'm level seven now and I have access to six friend Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. At the end of this, we get access to six plus our partner pokemon and and i am level 32 and uh josh what level are you i'm level 30 and sad i think it's about time that we start looking into whether or not you're a mayor chief throwing around accusations you think it's time to start throwing around it's time to start throwing around accusations yeah accusations baseless i've done all the quests same as you yeah i fight all the most of them i mean i collect every mon I fight most of the overworld ones. Yeah, me too. How are you above? Two levels above me. Just better get good. Now you're cheating. Get good, Joshua. Something going on with that Mr. Kincaid. You got some kind of back-end deal. You want to do quest check real quick while we're at it, too? Yeah, I guess I talked about that a little bit. So far at this point in the game, there's been 32 quests made available to us. I have done 32 of 32. I'm at 32 this time. I'm worried, Joshua, that it's making the game too easy. Yeah, we are going. I'm thinking about banking some of them for later and yeah, maybe just I might doing just the main quests. quest this time because they don't go away. They don't go away, and they're they don't contribute to the story in any significant way either. Right? Because now so. in this leg, we started getting level two resistance, so now you could take off like six oh, yeah. damage from certain types. Right. Which is like. It's OP. Yeah. It does change based on like how hard the quest is because the Drift Blim's moving service one gets you a power plus capture card. Like they're not all resistances. So right. some, some of them of, just like up your power or up your like total. Yeah. They'll make HP the Styler deal whatever. more damage. They'll give you more HP. Like it's getting a little out of hand. I, I will say I didn't. This is the first time I didn't die at all. I continued to not die. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the quests are so complex. We talked about this earlier where it's like you have to collect three drift blooms to help this like old couple move. Right. And then some are like painfully simple. There's some where it's like you run into a guy in Boylan Volcano who's like, I can't believe I think I spotted a Snover in the volcano. Right. Can you go check it out? And then you go into like the next screen and it like, Cuts to like a little cutscene. Yeah, it just like, moves the camera. Here's the snover, and it's like a very basic torkoal puzzle where you just have to ride a torkoal to get to this snover and capture the snover, and then it becomes like one of your partner partner Pokemon. Yeah, and then so some... sometimes they're like a breeze, right? And sometimes they're like the most complicated side quest in the world. Yeah, and you just never know what you get because some of them are like you know melt these blocks, but like. You need yeah. Growliths and Rapidash to do it, and you have to go to these different regions, just like that Driftblim one. And all so right. you kind of, yeah. if you want to do all of them, you have to just go into it not knowing what you're going to get. But yep. So I think that's why we're getting OP, and also it's taking forever. You said you got a new partner Pokemon, though. I'm I'm starting to figure out the partner Pokemon system, and I'm starting to figure out that you do not want to keep the same partner Pokemon throughout the game. Right. So who's your new who's your new partner? I had Cranidos for a lot of it, but I got a Shield on, young Shield on at one yeah, point. Bazinga. And <laughs> Shield on, 
Young Shieldon came with me for a bit. Uh, I think I cleared Almia Castle with that one because um, it's kind of similar, but it's a better version of Cranidos's, which is the gravel flick, and it just yeah, does yeah. a bunch of damage quickly. But Shieldon's is a steel one where you're basically like flicking like little steel orbs, and they will make the the Pokemon stop, Bazinga. like stop moving, Bazinga yep. every time. Uh, so that was very useful, and I had shield on for most of it, but then you just mentioned the Snover quest, which was the last thing I did right before the final mission that we're going to talk about. Yeah. So I, and I, you know, I have a historical affinity for Snover and Obama Snow, so I was like, I'll take that Snover, yeah. and it's good. It's got snowballs. Grass, it's like ice? ice move, and so it flicks them, and then it makes them pause, but you can, like... If you flick them enough, they'll like get encased in ice, and then you can circle them quickly, and then start right. recharging the styler, yeah. and then flick more snowballs because you get like thirty seconds or something crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, and it, it, the the type matchups are still relevant here. Like Snover yeah. is good. That's the against, main thing to like, pay attention to now. You you get a little indicator to tell you when your type matchups are are favorable or disfavorable, right? Um, but yeah, so you're a Snover man now. For now, at least. But yeah. yeah. How about I you? I am too. I caught the okay, Snover, yeah. and I feel like I'm, I'm going to stick with the Snover for the upcoming um, desert area that we're about to go into because I feel like it's going to be a lot of uh, ground type Pokemon. Yeah. And Snover is at least part plant type or grass type, right? Yeah, but ice will be good against them too. It's Poke Assist is only ice, I think, for now at least, but I don't think they change. For for a, a big chunk of this game, I was sticking with Toxicroak because I just like Toxicroak's like little poison puddles. But once I headed to the Boylan Volcano, we do get access at one point via a quest to Piplup. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, Piplup's my guy. And Piplup was clutch throughout Boylan Volcano. What does it do? Like bubble It's, it's just got some water. Yeah, you you make a big bubble and you fling the bubble at okay. bad po- at Pokemon. Yeah, it was it was crucial. It was so helpful. It was easily the most helpful partner Pokemon I had, or sorry, like uh, Poke Assist Pokemon I had throughout this whole section. So Piplup was super useful, but now I'm I'm a Snover man at least through this this upcoming desert section. Um, I did at Same one point here. the elder of Boylan Village insists oh, that yeah. you save his Mime Junior, and then the Mime Junior takes to you, and the Mime Junior wants to be your partner Pokemon. So at some point, out of just like a sense of obligation, I had Mime Junior as my partner Pokemon, but oh. Mime Junior sucks. <laughs> I sent him to the farm. Just no. at some, you you're on Boiling Volcano and you send Mime Junior to the farm, and like it's an island, and the like ship captain comes up to you yeah. and is like, "The Mime Junior tried to swim to your home to, at Chickle Farm." Mime Junior's a freak, <laughs> and you're like, "I didn't tell him to do that." He's like, "You're an irresponsible Pokemon Ranger." Never heard from any of them shit. ever again. <laughs> Don't know what happened to that boat. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I'm not going on trial for this Mime Jr. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's the it's the last, uh, or it's, uh, I guess the second of the last. God, what a long leg. It's yeah, the second I of mean, the last thing is, uh, mission is we have to go get this red gem. It's the same thing as the blue gem. We go through the east entrance of the Boylan Volcano. We make our way through... All of the obstacles, and eventually we make our way to, um, what's her name? Lavana. 
uh, Lavana, who is the, um, the oh, she's the... part of the Sinus Trio. So there's a new trio a new moniker. Yeah, and uh, Ice, who we previously uh, encountered, and Lavana are both parts Not of this super subtle names. Yeah. She is the this... fire one, and he was the ice one. Um, she is pretty. You make pretty quick work of her. At least I did. Oh yeah, I couldn't um, even tell you what she had. I now I'm literally remember. I, I'm failing to remember what. Oh, her... she's got Monfernos. Yes. So you you do fight a she's couple of Infernos. She's got an Infernape. Yeah. So you you do fight a couple of Monfernos, and then she's got a, an Infernape. Yes. That you battle. Um, but it's it's a pretty easy. I um, had. I had uh, two Rhydons and uh, an Agron going into this, and their Poke Assists are so OP in this area because it's essentially Earthquake, where yeah. you just... Oh my god, what a beautiful... Rhydon the... has the easiest yeah. Rhydon Poke is so Assist move, good. where you just have to like jiggle the pen slightly on the touchscreen, yeah. and it and will not earthquake. just slow down the Pokemon you're attacking, but it'll also do damage to it. So I think I came in here to, with two Raichus and three Rhydons, and was just like, it was the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, and then after you wipe the floor with them, and then you have to go and do the final Gem Guardian battle, Right. I stocked up on all of them again. <laughs> so I went into the, you know, the little like Guardian, the Gem Shrine Room, right. and uh, you do have to run through a bunch of like flaming corridor again, but then you get into the main room. And the gem is there, and then a Heatran comes out. Right, right, right. And Heatran was also incredibly easy. Yeah, but that was because, because of the Rhydons. I had so many of these mons stacked. Plus, uh, at the time, I was still using. I had Cranidos again, and the little gravel flick was super effective, even though it doesn't like you know pause them or anything. But it's super effective, and so Heatran's main thing, which is super annoying, is that it just makes like lava bursts like, like a, big, all big over the screen pyres of flame but once it starts doing that especially in its last third of its hit points i just sit there and flick little gravel at it <laughs> yeah or just shake your screen with the ride-ons right well yeah. it's it's yeah it's they're they're way too over over yeah if OP. you know it's it's all about the friend pokemon like yeah. just collect the ones that you can tell are going to be the best based on you know the type matchups and then at this point that Heatran basically just hands the red gem over to you. Yeah. So then you've got the red gem. Um, we should say that the in the course of all of this, we have deciphered the journal and we've discovered something called Operation Brighton, I want to say. I think that's it, yeah. All True's slogan happens to be, a bright future for all of Almia. Right, and also the guy who runs All True is called Brighton. Oh, right. The author of the diary's name was Brighton Hall. Right, who's the guy who started All True? Yeah, and the current president continued is All True, and then there's like a third guy who's like the grandson. Um, yeah. So it, all all signs are pointing to All True being the all bad the financiers behind uh, Dim Sun. But we just now need our, now we've gotten the red gem. Our next mission is to go and claim the yellow gem. We have a little bit of to do around getting to the desert that the yellow gem is contained in. Keith is already there. He's asked for a little bit of help. En route to get there, we um, encounter some a bit of a problem. boat problems. <laughs> yeah. And we have to go back underwater for some underwater puzzling. Um, we'll, we'll breeze through this because it's, it's like a diversion. 
more than anything. Yeah, and compared to all those other things that we covered, Bug Catchers, I mean, that first, the, like, Elmia Castle and everything leading up to it was, like, two hours, and then I'd say, like, the uh, East Volcano was, like, an hour, and then this was, like, maybe half 20 minutes. Yeah. A, a half hour at the most. So I was like, yes! It's it's a dim sum scheme where they have captured a whale lord uh, because yeah. we have we have destroyed their ship. So now they need a new ship, and their plan is just to use a whale lord as a ship, which is very um very uh, innovative Jonah. in one way, but it's sort of yeah, very to, Geppetto. Yeah, to live inside of a whale. Um, it sounds pretty unpleasant. I I if I were part of Dim Sun, that's probably where I draw the line. And I think yeah. that's why you're starting to see a lot of defectors. And there's a lot oh, of people Oh, right. And I had a new segment this. this week that I wasn't going to introduce, but now I'm going to introduce it. And it's called Sympathy for the Dim Sum. And then we're going to have to get... <laughs> and he's we're going to have to get Matt Schiltz to, to make us some... Uh, if he can do like an 8-bit Rolling Stone Sympathy for the Devil kind of thing, that would be great. My favorite Stone song also. <laughs> They really want us to sympathize with these dim sum characters. At first, like it happened with Ollie at the very beginning of the game, right? But you encounter a few like pathetic sad saps. You encounter the guy in the all true like ruins who you went to school with. Right. Who's like, I hate dim sum and I'm just hiding out that here. That sucked. At some point, you get a quest to go like save a dim sun guy who got left behind in the secret harbor in Boylan Volcano. And then he becomes like, he like reforms and becomes like the fishing guru of Boylan Volcano. Yeah, and everybody loves him. Yeah, yeah, he's like a nice dude now. Um, and then down here in, in the underwater, when you're trying to save this whale lord, you encounter a guy who is manning one of these like capture pylons that are being used to like hold this whale lord in place. Right. And he's like, oh, you don't remember me, but you actually drove me off of the cargo ship. And they saw what a good swimmer I was and reassigned me to the Marine unit. And now I'm yeah. here and I fucking hate it. And then, so I'm like, going to try to kill you. Defeat him. And he's like, doesn't. okay, I'm, I'm out of here. So they really want you to have a lot of sympathy for all these like dim sun. It's fun that dudes. we actually liberate them. And I, I'm starting to feel the sympathy for the dim sun. Yeah. We'll liberate them. So then there's there's these four pylons that are kind of holding this whale lord in place and you just have to use um what's that ugly eel Huntail. called? Hunt tail. You have to I, use hunt tails to destroy all the pylons. I will it's say I did take a video of this that I'll put up because the hunt tail I think was the most satisfying. We've talked about these animations of when the Pokemon uses its like ability in the overworld. The hunt tail one is so satisfying because it will just take a chomp out of like this big like it's called a capture. It looks machine. like the Tesla coil from uh Command and Conquer Red Alert. Oh yes. I love that Command and Conquer is getting another reference. Uh you ch it just chomps it and then the capture machine breaks in half and then the like waylord's free and you do it four times and it's so fun. The waylord looks so good in this game. The waylord is enormous. Before you go too far, Waylord is Joshi Sweetie. Of course. God, why wouldn't it be? It looks good. It's huge. It, it, it's it, giant. It, you can't even see the whole thing on one screen. It's off the screen. Yeah, yeah. you just see its little Finally. Like, silly face. Yeah, that's one of my favorite aspects. I mean, like, Waylord is always just, like, casually, you know, just miniature. I mean, even Whale Mer. In the main games. 
even yeah. in this part, there's a whale myrrh that's like lamenting the the capture of its, I assume, parent whale lord. Right. And even the whale myrrh is huge. Like it's yeah, it's, it's still like, it's like the size twice of, the size of your you know, character. Four to six people on the screen, and yeah. whale lord. It's forty-seven feet seven inches, and it 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 uses every bit of it. Yeah, and it's like finally, and like you know, I just think Whale Lord that it's a sweet face. It's an it's innocent sweet. face. It's, it's I like agree. looks good. Yeah, it's like a whale shark where it's like a very benevolent giant beast, and I like that. Yeah, and I'm glad um, that we freed it. Team Dim Sun makes off. They they realize that their plot to capture this whale lord is is foiled, so they decide to capture the whale myrrh instead. Uh, yes. They run off to their secret oil. Oh yeah, the like oil rig hideout is where yeah. we end up. And Whale Lord goes chasing after them, and we get we get sort of swept up in the. Whale oh yeah, we ride on its back, which was fun too. Yeah, that was a so, nice animation. That is where we'll pick up next week with the final leg of this journey. Bug catchers wow. is on Team Dim Sun's oil rig. But what a leg! What a journey we've been on! What a fun game, Gucci Mama! I I am still like it. It is not. I said this to you earlier via text message. It's not challenging anymore. I'm I'm way too right. overleveled, but it is still fun. Like I don't dislike playing it. Yeah, I think I might delay at least some of the quests. I would like to get 100% if that's going to be possible, but there are still I think 60 as total and we have 28 left, so Yeah. That's a lot. But I'll still say like we've said this every week so far and I'll say it for the third week running like Pick up the game. It's fun. It's very fun. It's a it's a fun, cute little diversion, especially if you like sort of like JRPG style like stories. I mean, the story is like as weird and convoluted as like any other Pokemon game, but it just sort of works a little bit better here because like it feels like a JRPG. The mechanics, the the twirling, the like circling is is unlike anything else. You know, yeah. like that just doesn't exist out of outside of like yokai watch games but like or like <laughs> wario wear you know right. but uh it just envi- i don't know the it's environments the are vibrant like the characters are funny they all have something weird to say uh yeah, like you could tell they had fun making this and but they freaks. but they gave you know they gave a proper due to like what the size of the pokemon should be and like what they would do in the overworld and i really appreciate that so we'll be back to beat the game next week. Yeah, one way or another. One way or another. Uh, it took us two weeks. Josh, Josh was off last week. It's still like we both brought it down to the wire this week. <laughs> yeah, I beat it earlier today. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, and then from here, we're going to go on to play something else. We're, we're gonna, by the time you hear this, there is an active poll on our Twitter yes. to see where we go because um, Arceus, Pokemon Legends Arceus, that's what they call it, apparently. Is right on the horizon, and we're sort of figuring, trying to figure out whether or not we want to play that or just kind of parlay into Black and White 2 as yeah. per the uh, the schedule. So help us make that decision if you can. That's the leg this week. This is Pokemon. This is Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. Uh, yeah, do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show anywhere oh. that you follow podcasts. Rate it on Spotify now, too. That's our and new now thing. Now you can rate things on Spotify. Rate it on Spotify. Rate it well on Spotify. Give it a five because they don't even have reviews. So just give it a straight up five. Yeah, please do that. And uh, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at exp share pod. Yep, and Check Reddit. Out. Yeah. 
reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers uh, and where, uh, mike levine friend of the show is moderating and helping uh, usher all of you through the bug catcher reddit experience yeah and calls us out on harry potter trivia apparently well <laughs> calls at least calls one of you us out at least calls one of us out on things and if you want to support the show by getting some merch, you can do that at expsharemerch.com. Yep. Or go to tpublic.com and search for us. And we're on That's there. the show. Joshua, Bug Catchers, Bug Rangers. Bug Rangers. Thank you for joining me this week. Goodbye. Smell you later. How about the segue? On the way to become top rangers, when chairman chairperson Irma calls us out. Good catch. Yeah, well, go ahead and delete the part where I start saying chairman. <laughs> I don't you want know that. I won't. You, uh, you have to. It's all staying. I'll go back in there and I'll delete it.